to Voices from the Valley, where we meet and learn from the movers and shakers in and around the Merrimack Valley. And now your hosts, John Bachman and Ben Talberg. Hey, Ben, how are you doing today, man? Good, John. What's going on? You know, just uh, grinding and binding at the agency and then doing more and more podcasting work over here. Yeah, uh, It's been a wild ride over here, hasn't it? Yes. Um, I don't know which direction you're going in, buddy, but uh, <laughs> I want to let you know. That I have like this uh, nose ring almost thing. Last night, my dog was just, he gets so excited. Just, he just like, when I'm playing with my son or um, my wife is giggling or something, I'm right next to her, he just goes crazy and he can't wait to play. And his paw came up and went wham, blood all over the place. You're kidding. Things like that. Yeah. I no. Don't, I don't so, notice anything at uh, all. Just my yeah. good side. <laughs> Is now ruined, so I got to from the left side. Ah, <laughs> yeah. See, so. things you never thought of before a video podcast yeah. of I got to no look kidding. damn good. It, yeah, it's the first yeah. thing I thought of. Damn it. Yeah, that's why I picked out the pink shirt today too, just so I look good. Yeah, yeah. take away <laughs> some of the look of me put onto you. It was all for you, my friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this podcast is actually gaining a little bit of traction hey. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had somebody reach out to us through the channels. I don't know if it was through the Instagram DMs or if it was an email, um, but this chiropractor reached out and said, you guys are doing an awesome job, so that made me feel good. Huh. Awesome. So we said, let's have her on the show, right? Yeah. So today we have Dr. Ali DeSalvo, who is the owner and treating physician at The Body Remedy. But more important than that, she is a wife to Patrick and mom to James. Allie, how are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Are you kidding me? I, like, first of all, that was a boost to the ego, having somebody reach out and be like, I need to be on the podcast. So that was very cool. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I saw yeah. it came across on my Instagram page and I said, this is awesome. I'm a new business owner in Mer- the Merrimack Valley. So got to check it out. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So obviously you get the practice over there in Andover. We, mm-hmm. we met before this as well, too. And it was great having coffee with you that day. Um, but learn so much about your business, but I want these people to learn all about your business too. But, uh, before we get too far into, uh, the body remedy, why don't you tell us how you found yourself to starting your own business? Sure. Yeah. So I grew up in Lowell, went to Andover public schools. Um, my mom was a teacher in Andover, so that's how that worked. Um, played a lot of sports growing up and I also was just very interested in school in biology. I had an awesome uh, high school biology teacher. So I, when I went to college, Bates College, I studied biology there, and I was on the crew team. Um, and I, we, it was a Division three school, but we were very, we were good, a good team. And we went to NCAAs all four years that I was there, came in second all four years. So... That's amazing. I was big into that, it. That's you know, huge. I was a um, co-captain my senior year, and my senior year, I strained both my hamstrings so bad to like I could barely walk. Right, so I ended up going to the medical doctors, and they were like, you know, you're just gonna have to kind of, you're you're done basically. You're nothing we can really do for you. And I remember going into my coach's office and. You know, I sit down and I start crying and I'm like, I'm not going to be able to, you know, row, finish rowing this year. And he said, well, that's it. You're coming to my house because his wife is a chiropractor. And so she 
treated me on their living room floor um, and got me through the season. And so after that, I was like, okay, I want to do that for other people. I, you know, because at that time, that was my world. If I couldn't row, I mean, what was I going to do, you know? So let's stick with that a little bit. So you were going to school to row. Yeah. <laughs> what were you actually going to school for at that point before the Cairo side of things? So I was a biology major. So okay. at, at Bates College, it's a liberal arts school. So it's kind of, you know, it's more general than what you might get at a university. Um, so I was just studying biology. I really had no idea what I wanted to do. My parents were starting to get a little worried. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's graduation's coming up. What are we doing? How are we going to? Yeah, where are we going from here? And then th- thankfully you got hurt. Thank- so that's great. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> right? Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it all, it all worked out somehow. And so I, I went to chiropractic school um, and got my degree, came back here. That school was in Iowa, by the way, which was... Iowa? Yeah, Iowa. So I spent three years out in Iowa. Mm-hmm. And then I moved back here and started working at a practice in Drakeit. I did that for about a year, and it it just wasn't quite the best fit for me as far as, you know, how I wanted to practice. Um, one thing about chiropractic is there's a lot of different ways to, to practice it. So you can go to, you know, five different chiros and get a different type of treatment each time you go. Um, and so it just wasn't really aligning with what I wanted. So I started looking for other practices and kind of other options for myself. And I found this practice in Boston that was more, um, it was more focused on soft tissue work, which we can get into later too. Um, and just spending more time with the patient and having more techniques to use. And so reached out to her. One thing led to another. I started working there for a while um, through COVID. But during COVID, things were very difficult. Um, That office was in the heart of the financial district. So when the pandemic hit, you know, I mean, Boston became like a ghost town. So most of our patients were people who were commuting into the city and they no longer were doing that. So things really slowed down. Well, even beyond that, like, how do you meet with, especially when the pandemic first hit, people didn't want to interact with ne- one another. Oh, Never yeah. mind, put your hands on right. each other. Jesus. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. I mean, we closed the office, like for everybody thought two weeks. Okay. We'll close for two weeks. Flatten you know? the curve. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> two weeks became a month, became six weeks. And then my boss was finally like, okay, we, we got to at least open the doors. We got to see some people here. Um, so you know, we kind of slowly people started coming out of their houses, like, you know, (laughs) this is going to be okay. Um, but it never really got back to what it was while I, while I was there. And so, um, it's coming up on a year now. It'll be a year in May that I had my last day there and decided to go ahead on and, and open my own practice. All right. So, Back up one second. I know. That was a lot. Going, I'm sorry. No, no. It's, a, it's, it's great. My question is, is that you're talking about different um, practices, different ways of treating with chiropractic care. Yep. What do you mean and what are the different uh, treatments? Yeah. So basically, so chiropractic, it, what it means, that word, it just means done by hand. Ah. 
So sorry, I'm not a hands talker too. So I'm gonna <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> he's an, he's a whiz at editing. Yeah, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure he is. <laughs> um, so I mean, it's done by hand. So it it can as long as you're kind of doing this manual work. There's a lot that kind of falls into the realm of chiropractic. Um, and what most people think of is that you know. Cr- cracking and popping, right? Um, which most chiros do, and I, I do that too on occasion. It's just not what I focus on, spend the majority of my time on. So I don't even do that to everybody um, that I see. I spend more time doing work with the muscles, tendons, ligaments, that sort of thing. Um, and the main technique that I use is called dry needling. So that's taking an acupuncture needle putting it into the muscle and trying to get those muscles to release and, and, you know, feel better. Gotcha. I think my chiropractor had one of those guns where they literally go up to you and Yes. Yep. Or or knock. Yes. Yep. There's that too. Yes. So So there's all kinds of different ways to. So you're kind of a massage therapist also. Um, so I'm not a licensed massage therapist. Um, I guess kind of the the difference would be more, I'm I'm much more focused. So when you go to a massage therapist, typically they're going to be, do kind of more of a general, you know, full body Mm -hmm. massage. Whereas with me, I'm going to really focus in on what your issue is, but a little bit more um, knowledge of the human body and kind of how things heal and how everything works. So, um, yeah. Okay. So you're using needles. All right. So <laughs> I've never been to a chiropractor. And the reason why, it scares the hell out of me hearing the cracking and the popping. Yeah, yeah. I started to feel a little better when you said you don't do much of that. Now no. you're talking about needles. <laughs> All right. Don't feel yeah. good again. Yeah. Um, so did you train like Eastern medicine as well too? Is that how that came about? So or? when I um, joined the second practice that I worked at, they did this dry needling. And I had heard a lot about it um, while I was in school, but it's not something that they teach at chiropractic school. Um, But when I joined the practice, you know, they were saying they just were getting such great results from it. And she wanted me to go ahead and learn that too. So it's not acupuncture. um, And we have to be very clear about that because I am not a licensed acupuncturist. Um, and, but basically the difference is with acupuncture, they're putting the needles into, um, I believe they call them acupoints or like energy points. Whereas with what I do, it's putting the needle into a trigger point. Mm. And so that's just for, you know, certifications. So you go, it's kind of like a continuing ed. I mean, once you learn all of your human anatomy, it becomes more of kind of a technical, you know, how do you put the needle in, that sort of thing. Um, so there's not blood squirting everywhere. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to put, there's definitely areas we don't want to put a needle mm. in, and that's the main thing that, <laughs> you know. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So who are your clients then? Are they old, young athletes, so injured people? Really everybody, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, my practice is somewhat geared toward the more athletic person. Um, Sorry, Ben, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but I've co- I've come to really, you know, what what does that mean, an athlete? I mean, if you're a mom or dad, you're pretty much an athlete, you know, chasing after your kids and that sort of thing. So it's really more just people that want to be active that, you know, if you can't pick your baby up, that's a problem, you know, and it's, and it's because of pain. So I see people that that's their goal. You know, I want to play with my kid. I see people who want to compete in CrossFit competitions. So it kind of runs the gamut of, you know, older, younger, chronic pain, acute pain, that sort of thing. So now, all right, so let's go back to the business. Mm-hmm. Now you're on your own. Yeah. You decided to leave. Yeah. Um, what was the thought process? What was your goal for the first year? Uh, do you have your own building? Uh, you know, walk us through that a little bit. How'd you start off? Sure. So, um, basically when I decided to leave, things were just not, things were really hard during COVID. I mean, I got to a point where I even thought about leaving the profession. I mean, I wasn't, I was hardly making any money. You know, I had these students, I was pretty, um, I was honestly kind of angry, you know, with everything that had happened. I felt like I, I was bitter. I, I felt like I deserved more than what I, you know, I had gone to school for all this time. I spent all this money. I had all these student loans and I was almost spending more money to get into the city every day than I was making. Um, and so I was like, I gotta find a job that's gonna just pay me a paycheck. Like, (laughs) you know, a guaranteed paycheck. Um, but we, we kind of, my husband and I, you know, we're trying to figure out what to do and, um, thank goodness I had his support through all of that. Um, and I finally said, I think I've got to just go on my own. You know, it's the only way to really do what I want to do and make the money to, to be able to support our family and, you know, that sort of thing. So, um, I, it was a little scary, you know, uh, no one in, yeah, no one in our family owns, a business, um, has it had ever opened a business. Um, so I mean, a lot of our family doesn't even understand what I do. So (laughs) that on top of then you want to open your own business was like, Whoa, okay. Yeah. Did you get any of those? Like, are you sure you want to do this? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, but everybody kind of came around and said, okay, you know, cause they know once I decide I'm going to do something, it's going to happen. So you gotta, you know, just get on the train really. Um, cause it's leaving the station. Right. Uh, <laughs> but so, uh, just, I guess one, one day at a time I took, because I really didn't know anything. I mean, I knew h- how to operate a chiro- an office, like a chiropractic office because I had been in two offices and they were two very different offices. Um, so I kind of knew how I wanted my practice to run, but on the business side of things, I didn't really know anything. So it was really kind of like one step at a time. And then you start doing something and you realize, oh, in order to do that, I have to do this. And so that's kind so of... let's talk directly about that. Yeah. You're starting this business from, from scratch. Do you incorporate? <laughs> how do you decide that you need to open a bank account? Like, who are you leaning on for advice about this? Or were you just going on YouTube and figuring it out? I mean, a little bit. Yeah, I was just kind of, gosh, I don't, sometimes I look back and I'm like, I don't even know how I did all of those things. But somehow, like I said, you, you open up the Google 
and you're like, how do I start a business? And you know, the first thing is, okay, well, um, I'm an LLC. So I got, I did all the LLC paperwork and got the registered agent. And then, um, you get the EIN number and, and all of that sort of thing. Right. And it was funny because we were, we were, um, doing our taxes, you know, a month ago. And my husband was like, do you have an EIN number? <laughs> like, are you really legit he yeah. thought you were breaking and the law because he, 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 he just it's not that he was like well it's not that i didn't believe in you but i just <laughs> i don't believe in you but, <laughs> but seriously you went this far yeah, he's like wow i'm really proud of you and i'm like yeah i'm proud of myself too <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Uh, you know, a lot of people will get a clients along the way. They have a full-time job and they're doing okay. You had the COVID thing happen. So yeah. you couldn't get clients on the side. Yeah. Uh, that obviously was one of your thoughts though. How do I get clients? Totally. And so what was your strategy to getting clients in the door as quick as you could? Hey, Ben, what's new with you? Hey, buddy. So we have changed our name. What? Yeah. We've gone from Amesbury Fornado to AFA Auto Repair. It's just more simple. Uh, this gives us the opportunity to show that we also work on domestic vehicles. So we're foreign and domestic now. Um, we're really to, we're looking to just, ex, it's pretty easy. You see what we do and, um, it opens the doors to more customers that we can help. Cause there's a lot of people that have an Audi, but they also have a Chevy. So this kind of shows that we're now AFA auto repair. Um, we're based out of Amesbury, but we could be based out of Newburyport, Salisbury someday. Ooh. Hey, we could move around. So, uh, this takes away the Amesbury part, the foreign part, and it really should help us, uh, kind of grow. That's what we want to do. Awesome. So, I'm loving it. Yeah. AFA auto repair. Yeah, that's it. Here we go. So what was your strategy to getting clients in the door as quick as you could? Um, so really grassroots, like door to door marketing, um, I, so I started my Instagram page. I got on social media, which was very helpful. And then I just went to business to business. I focused a lot on gyms. Um, and I've actually partnered with a couple of local gyms, which has been really helpful. But yeah, it was really um, just showing up and introducing myself and saying, hey, this is what I do. And, and you had nowhere to go. Like, it's like... Get or get off the pot, basically. Yeah. Like, mean, I'm going to get out there and I'm going to get people. Yeah. Luckily, right. by the time I start, so I opened my doors November 14th. So coming up on six months. Um, and so I could, it wasn't COVID times, you know, so I could go out and it was a little bit easier to, to meet people that way. Um, but yeah, really just getting out there and that so, was it. Yeah. So when you say grassroots, are you... Physically cold calling, physically door knocking. Yes. All of the above. Yes. That's all. I love hearing that. I send snail mail to doctors. <laughs> I do all the things. Yeah. I, I love it. Do you want to give a shout out to the gyms? Um, oh, yeah. So um, SLS Fitness in Lowell. Um, I actually work in that gym. And that's also where I work out when I can. Um, and then also F45 in North Andover. Oh, they, awesome. They yeah. send me a lot of people. So they're both really awesome gyms, really awesome communities um, that they've built. So so walk fun. us through. Again, you, you went out to the gym. How many clients did you get? Um, so my first, the first time I went to F45, I think I signed up five or six clients. Is that, that good? I don't even know. I was That thrilled. sounds amazing. I was <laughs> on, on 
cold calling man sure. yeah. yeah i was thrilled i um because they're repeat too like exactly like you're coming in over and over yeah gotcha yeah and you know every time you have a good co- connection with one person you hope that that then spreads mm-hmm. to m- more people sure. so um yeah so that was the first time i came home and i was like you know next week i have a person every day you know yeah. and so that was yeah. really exciting yeah. for me um yeah so now the business is still it's, it's you for six months, it's just you, correct? Yeah, it's just me. Yep. How the hell do you manage your time? Yeah. Um, every day is just is very different. Um, I kind of just focus on what the priorities are for that day and try to get it done. Um, it's a good question. <laughs> you <laughs> know, you? take things as they come, I guess. Are and, you continuing to marketing? I mean, you're still continuing to marketing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so you're here literally right now. And you could be with the patient right now making money, but you're mm-hmm. here actually promoting your business, sure. right? Yeah. So is that like, so, do you figure into the, your weekly pattern and schedule and things yeah. like that, some of this marketing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I guess one of the challenges right now is because I'm the only person, uh, the only employee, I'll say, it, balancing working in the business and working on the business is is one of the hardest things um, because I'm the treating physician. So I have to spend time with patients and then doing the notes that, you know, are associated with that. Um, but then I also have to spend time doing all the admin stuff and the marketing and the bill paying and yep. answering the phone calls and rescheduling the appointments. Yep. So, you know, there's, it is a kind of a balance of, and, and I don't, my hours aren't, nine to five that I'm seeing patients. So I see patients, you know, today, like half the day. And then it's not just, oh, now I'm off for half the day. You know, yeah. any business owner knows that. You're never really off. So. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that part. Um, yeah. What about uh, your office space? What did you, how did you find it? Where did you go? Is it a, you own the whole building or is it Yeah. A lease, so or? it's, it's a lease. Um, it's in, it's right across from Whole Foods in Andover, if you know where that is. Um, I found it online, <laughs> um, and I reached out to one of my high school friends. Her mom is a local um, real estate agent, and she helped me, um, you know, get in contact with the leasing agent, and we got through that. And then one of my other high school friends, her dad is um a lawyer that does uh, you know real estate real, real estate law closing law yeah, yeah yeah so he looked at the lease for me made sure everything was okay and yeah i looked out there so th- i got that all squared away um i didn't get everything that i wanted in the lease because i was a brand new business owner so they kind of get to tell you what the lease terms will be but so it was okay. I love the spot. I love the spot. So so there's two ways we can go here, and I hope we hit both of them. One is leaning on your network of people, mm-hmm. but I don't want to go there yet. I want to talk about that commercial um, real estate. We've talked about it on a couple of other episodes of for people that haven't had to deal with that, like me. I've never had to speak to a commercial uh, real estate agent. Yeah. What was involved? Was the landlord interviewing you saying, eh, maybe you're not a good fit here? or So... I- <laughs> 
I didn't. I actually I heard that on one of the podcasts. I didn't. Yeah, have, she is really listening. I am. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I didn't have that experience where they. He wanted to. He did know I was a new business owner, so I didn't have a lot of you know um, financial documents to to show them. Um, but he. And we worked mostly with the real estate agent, the the leasing agent. Um, this guy, the the landlord, he's been there for so long. He's pretty hands off at this point. Um, I've met him once, so <laughs> he didn't even know I. This is kind of funny, but he didn't even know I was had been given the keys. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> Yeah, so you know, he's a nice guy. The office is great. They didn't have to do anything to my, to the office. It was already like per, like ready to go. They didn't even have to put a coat of paint on um the walls. So whoever was there before me kept it like pristine. So he just yeah, I, I wanted some things in the lease as far as you know, being able to cap what how much the lease was going to go up year to year and, and that sort of thing. And that he didn't agree to, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. Yeah. You know, that's, that's his prerogative. Um, so that was basically the biggest hurdle, I guess. So how did you find the spot too? Because it sounds like it was probably some other practice before, because yeah. I'm assuming it's a waiting room, reception area, and then a treating room. Yeah. It, okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, I have some other modalities in there too that, so I have a couple of rooms for like red light therapy and compression therapy, but, um, it was a psychologist I think was in there before. So I found it originally, I drove around Andover and and, (laughs) I mean, I literally, I'm, yeah, that's what I did. I drove around and I looked for places that had for rent signs and, um, I saw it and I was like, oh, this could work. And so I called the, um, the number and I actually had a really hard time getting in touch with the leasing agent. So that's why I had to get my friend, my friend involved with, cause she could get in touch with him a little bit more easily. Yeah. Real estate agents, they, they have no problems calling. Like I'll call yeah. every second yeah. of every day to get this deal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they want the deal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. She was awesome. She, so did you ever think about partnering with somebody for the rent? Like just basically half, you pay half, they pay half, or they're off hours? I really didn't. I really wanted to, I wanted my own thing. I was, I was done like working for somebody or having to kind of compromise what I wanted. So I was like, well, I'm going to do this by myself. Um, but you know, hopefully I end up getting people in there that can help me build the practice. So you're looking maybe in the future? I think so. How many offices do you have, I guess? So there's three rooms. So there's the waiting room and then there's three rooms. Okay. So right now I'm, you know, mainly just use one room and then the other rooms have kind of, like I said, the other modalities in there. But it's definitely an uh, an option, even if it's someone that comes in while I'm not there and tr- uses the treatment room. Right. So that that's an option too. But um, it was just a little too complex. I was like, let me just figure this out yeah, first. Just one thing at a time. Get going. <laughs> yeah. And you can always come back to that. Yeah. Right. Right. So, what's your timeline for adding on to the team? 
at this point, I don't really have a timeline, okay. I guess. I I want to build, I want my schedule to be full first. Yeah. You know, so I can then say to people, hey, look, look how great this business is. Don't you want to come yeah. join, you know? So, so even like reception help th- yeah. that still pushed that off it's, for a little bit it's too? It's still pushed. Yeah. Okay. A little bit. Yeah. Um, but it's getting to a point where I'd really like to have somebody yeah. there. The tough thing about being by yourself, doing everything is going back to the marketing and networking and, and doing that. Um, you know, obviously John and I are in the same networking group, the BNI thing. And, um, it, it for, as an automotive shop, I was that guy. I was the one guy bringing a car in and doing the calling the people back and doing is so much when you're running a business. Um, But one of the most important things was also getting more customers to come Mm -hmm. in, more clients and things like that. So have you thought about joining a networking group? Are you already in one? Um, Yeah. So I've definitely thought I did B&I when I was in Boston. Um, And and they're awesome groups. I was telling John when we first met, that's how I ended up being able to buy my house um, through all of that group. I'm not... Wait, 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 what? Yeah. (laughs) How do I do that through B&I? Wait a second. Well, you know, there was a real estate agent. There was the mortgage They didn't pay for it, Ben. Yeah, (laughs) oh God. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I did the same thing. I used to everybody in the Yeah, it was great. Yeah. but no, right now I'm not in a networking group and I'm, it's not that it's out of the question. It's just a lot of them, they, again, they require a lot of time. And so I'm trying to figure out the best kind of bang for your buck type of thing, because yep. it, as you both know, you know, time is very limited and time is money and, um, Sometimes I have in the past joined different groups or done different marketing efforts that have given me very little in return. Mm. And so, I, you know, that kind of, you start, it, you learn to start to really look at things like, okay, is this really a good use of my time? Yeah. You, when you're bootstrapping, you only have so much money. Yeah. It's got to go to that return on investment that's going to be the highest. Yeah. And, and that's been an interesting thing for me, or a kind of a tough thing for me to have to grasp because I've never had to really deal with so much of the finances before and being in the industry that I'm in it's you know it's about helping people and to have to then think back to okay but what's in it for me like how am I gonna benefit from this I I feel a little bit like oh that sounds that feels yeah. a little like skeevy, you know, yeah. but and you it do. shouldn't. It's no, okay to right. make money in our businesses. Well, it's, that's the it's thing. It's okay, you know. Yeah. I mean, I unfortunately I can't work for free, so um, it's, you gotta kind of just always be thinking, how is this gonna help the business grow? And I, you know, what I struggle with is I struggle with I want to give the, this donation to something, but what do I get out of it? And I know that's not the right thing to say. I 100% get that, mm-hmm. but if I'm putting a banner in the little league field out there, mm-hmm. I need a return on that investment. Mm-hmm. And how is that going to benefit me? Sometimes it's a donation too, to something where and it's okay to say that too. Like, yeah, I hope I yeah. know, I'll, <laughs> I'll get killed on that one. No, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> Why'd you give to this? Well, you know what I'm saying, John? Well, no, absolutely. So last night, Chris and I were having this discussion. So she does a lot of work with nonprofits and they're trying to put together a strategy for something and they're looking for businesses to help out and donate and do all that and i told her i said that ain't gonna work 
And she's like, well, why not? It, it, it's a good plan. It's this. It, it works on both sides. I said, yeah, but that business owner, and it was a one-year deal. I said, if I'm a business owner and I'm paying for one year, that's way too much freaking money for one thing to happen. Yeah. And it's, it, I want to help that cause. I want to do all of that stuff. But really, what's it going to do for my business as well, too? It's, mm-hmm. As crappy as that may sound, mm-hmm. we have to be realistic about it, too. Like you said, the, the Little League sign or we're running some commercials right now um, for the Colleen Ritzer 5K that's coming up in, in Andover. Yes, and I'm going to be there, too. I will be I'm there. I'm sponsoring so. that, too. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So we will see you. Yes, yes. Um, but we have to see where the impact is on the community and the charity that we're helping out, but also what's it do for us, too. Yeah, and it's not uh, always a, a money value. Yeah, right. there's right. absolutely more to it than that sometimes. So the return on investment, though, is an investment and you're you're looking for that return again it doesn't always have to be monetary yeah yeah Yeah. and it's tough that's tough as a business owner you don't want to sound like that but it's just the facts it is it is and maybe everybody will kill the three of us but the three of us can stick together (laughs) yep we got each other (laughs) we got each other's back now we're all good um i do want to tie it back to where we were before i talked with my hands too um uh leaning on your network Yes. You had to lean on the real estate, the attorney. Um, yep. What other type of people are you leaning on? Again, it, starting a business from scratch, it's yeah. the most honorable thing I think somebody can do, It, but it's tough as shit. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, my family. Yeah. You know, huge. My husband, um, my parents, with the, they help out with babysitting and... Um, I don't know, putting things together in the office, you know, all of that stuff when I first started. Um, I'm trying to think who else I... I think just... Other, I mean, I've gotten to a point where I'm very... I'm shameless, I say. Like, you know, I put myself out there and just... I've, I've leaned on other businesses in the community to say, hey, here's my information. Like... Can you give it, you know, can you give me a shout out on Instagram? Can you just give it to anybody else that you might know? So leaning on people in that way, you know, it has been very helpful. I do have a few other um, friends who have small businesses. And so a lot of times we will collaborate or we'll talk about different struggles or this is what I, this is how I got this started. You know, one of my friends is helping me with email marketing and, that sort of thing. So yeah, um, are you a member of any like professional organizations or coaching groups? Like Ben's talked about on the uh, the auto repair side, anything like uh, that? Yeah, like, um, I'm not currently. Okay. I'm trying to think yeah. if I ever have even. Um, I get so weary of the coaching groups. Why? I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel just like. You think they're doing it just for the money? I do. Yeah. That's okay. That's not a bad <laughs> I, thing to say. I no. don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And so I, I get a little bit like, I don't know if I really need that, but it's something that is definitely an option, you yeah. know? Yeah. I've, but, I've seen those, those, um, yeah, look at my chiropractic, uh, practice, but, uh, check out my book and yeah. <laughs> I'm coming live to Boston. Yeah. You got to come to that show yeah. and the tickets are only $3,000 a piece. <laughs> yeah. My book is $52, um, but I'm going to show you everything that, that it takes to do a business and all that. Yeah. Real coaching groups though, you have to 
interview them. Like mm-hmm. they have to be a good fit. And if it's not, you say, okay, time out. I'm going to change and yeah. go to another one yeah. and go to another one. I will tell you though, that having a business coach, I have one yeah. and I want, I knew I needed one when I first uh, started, uh, when I took over my business and, and I knew I needed one as immediately because they just, they hold you accountable. Sure. Mm. Um, number one. And number two, it's somebody to rely, you know, in the same industry that can help you along the way. It's not for everybody and it is expensive. You get the right coach yeah. and it's expensive, yeah. but it should pay for itself. Right. There are plenty of those that are just in it for themselves and trying to sell books and CDs and all that stuff. Sure. So, yeah. yeah. Gotta be careful. No, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, finding the right person is would be key to that. Or group. Right? Yeah, yeah or group. group. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I see all the time on Instagram, you know, oh, my business made, you know, $10 million this year. My practice made this, you know, ha- I can show you the way. And I'm yeah. just like, well, I know how much money, you know, each patient brings in. So like, how many people are you seeing a day? Exactly. <laughs> and are you really, are you really treating them? Like, you know, what's going on here? So, um, well, yeah. Instagram so, is paying them too. Yeah. yeah. Facebook right? is, yeah. they got a YouTube channel on the side yeah. and stuff. So, so I, I lean your way, Allie, um, yeah. because in the in- insurance industry, it's that way. You see yeah. somebody that they're, their Instagram reel or their Facebook post and it's, they're advertising this course or their, their free book, but you sign on and you get on this list and then you pay for that over here and all that. And then you look up this person and you looked on their LinkedIn and they sold insurance for six months. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to teach me how to do it better. So that's what freaks me out. I know. And yeah, I'm not trying to be negative about that, but yeah, no, I just, I I guess I'm wary of it. That's all. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. It Absolutely. is. It is. Yeah. But it, um, kind of to Ben's point is surrounding yourself with the, the right people. Like-minded. Yes. Like-minded people yes. that their growth mindset, they want to grow their business and they're not afraid to share and, that. And that's yeah. where I've really um, been, I've really benefited from. It's not, it's not necessarily other chiropractors, but just the other new business owners. Um, I've, for whatever reason, I've found that newer business owners are more willing to give like, um, advice or like advice than older business owners. Let me ask you the question. When you're saying new business owners, is the business new or is the generation of the owner? It might be both. I guess typically it's both. The new, the business is new and the generation, the, the owner is also younger. Yeah. Whereas, you know, um, chiropractors who have owned businesses longer and are older in age, I just haven't been able to get as much mm. useful information. That's an interesting thing. Cause I think there is a definitely a generational thing yeah. as well too, yeah. like, where the mindset of even employees these days of there's no more loyalty to a company. Um, it's, we <laughs> move around a lot. It That's good or bad, whatever that may be, sure. but also Older business owners are used to people sticking around for 10, 15, 20 years. Uh, I need to gain that trust, and these are my secrets and all of that. So yeah. I, yeah. I think that might have something to do with yeah. it, too. I don't know. But, but. So following that uh, new business um, trail there, you've been in the you're on your own yep. for a year. Do you have any advice for others that are looking to start their own business, not even chiropractic practice? <laughs> 
John, what's going on, buddy? What's going on, Ben? Hey, so how long has Norwood Insurance been around? Norwood Insurance has been around forever. Uh, we've been uh, protecting families and businesses in the Merrimack Valley for over 150 years. So if people uh, in the Merrimack Valley need to insure their homes, their autos, their businesses, uh, you just need to look to us, Norwood Insurance Agency. Got it. Do you have any advice for others that are looking to start their own business, not even chiropractic practice? Sure. I, I would say just d take one step at a time. You know, as I, I we talked a bit, little bit about earlier, I if I had looked at everything at once, and some days I did do that, and I was just like, oh, my God, you know, this is like an impossible goal. How am I going to get all of this done? I don't even know how to do most of the things that are on this list. So it's more just take the first thing, you know, figure it out, call who you need to call, Google what you need to Google. Um, they call that chunking. Yeah. Kind of chunk, yeah. Chunk. Yeah. Chunking. Highly technical term. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And I guess don't be afraid to ask questions. You know, I'll call people and be like, Hey, I'm going to, I don't know anything about this. I really need your help, you know, with, and even if it's somebody that I don't know and people respond well to that. Usually, honestly, if you're just honest about, I really need you <laughs> to, to help me with this, please, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and it, it, it all works out. Mm -hmm. Eventually you get to the end of the list and you're like, all right, let's open the door and here we go. So, and then throw the patients on the bed and let's start needling them yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. can, can I, can I ask um, real quickly, you said your Instagram and that's, yeah, your fair, I, I haven't looked it up for you and your, um, what do they call it? Your profile. <laughs> I'm not social media savvy at yeah. all. Um, but so is, is that one of your main focuses is Instagram a, and, and if it is, mm -hmm. um, what do you feel like you like? posting things that shows your vulnerability, which makes you more human or yeah. what, what is your, well, let me ask you, <laughs> let me put into words. <laughs> <laughs> what's my strategy? What's your strategy? Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's a little tricky because in the field that I'm in, I want to be taken seriously, right? I don't want to be putting all of these silly reels up there where people just think like, oh, she's just some silly girl. Um, but at the same time, I want it to be, like you said, relatable and, and have them see that I'm a real person and um, someone that they might enjoy interacting with for 20 minutes, you know. Um, so I try to make it a combination of informative information, uh, informative information <laughs> and, um, you know, something that is just fun to watch or something that's kind of kind of goofy um, because people like that too. You know, people go on to Instagram for kind of a, a break from reality. So to give them something that's a little funny is, I think people appreciate. Um, but that has been kind of my main, what I've focused on the most. I actually have hired a um, company to help me with SEO, um, search engine optimization for my website to help try and get some more organic traffic that way people to the website yeah yeah you need to check out our instagram it's, yeah it's pretty slick it, <laughs> and like you said though it, it people are on there they're thumbing through mm -hmm. doing their just to pass the time and mm -hmm. to be entertained mm -hmm. um 
you probably don't want to do a reel or a TikTok video on LinkedIn because that's a different audience. They're looking for different things there. Right. But she's talking about her business where I learned about dry needling by watching one where she did it to a meme song though. Yeah. There was a song that was going on that was caught up in my algorithm anyways. Yep. And it's, yeah. it's a slick way to put it together. The vision I have of just like, just throw a needle into somebody. (laughs) And and that's the thing too, is that it's like I'm using needles, right? Like that scares a lot of people. So I try to make it have people see that it's not as scary as, as it sounds. And it's really not. It's, um, yeah. So how do your clients feel when you say, Hey, I'm going to needle you, but by the (laughs) way, do you care if I videotape you while I'm doing it to show all my friends? Well, (laughs) yeah. With some music in the background. Yeah. Yeah, Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so Typically, it's not on the first visit that I would <laughs> wait a couple. Got of it. Out. Yeah, <laughs> build a little rapport before we, um, yeah, start videotaping it. Um, <laughs> but honestly, it's usually someone that I know pretty well, a, a friend or my husband is my mom. So on my on my website, it's my husband and then one of my close friends that did all of the photos for me so pulling back the curtain yeah <laughs> yeah so um I don't just yeah whip out the camera and the needles in the first visit you know <laughs> good to know yeah you can borrow these anytime you want though for it so <laughs> I could, yeah, yeah the lighting would be would be nice I gotta get that going in the office so what is your vision moving forward for your business um, what do you want to see happen in the next five years or so? Yeah. I, so I want to be, I want my schedule to be like bursting up. I want a wait list, you know, wait list to get in. Um, and I just want to be, I want to be well known in the community as someone that can, I want to be like the go-to person. Oh, she can help you. you. Oh, you, you know, have this musculoskeletal issue. Go see Dr. Allie. Um, that's kind of the, the goal at, at this point, you know, I try to keep it simple. I don't have grand plans of, you know, franchising and doing all of that, but just, just being, having the office be buzzing every day. So I think that's a great vision right there. Um, we kind of touched on it a little bit uh, about people within your network, but do you have any mentors that have got you to where you are right now? Yeah. So my last boss, the last, the woman that owned the practice I worked at, um, last second, um, she was amazing. Um, and you know, she doesn't necessarily mentor me right now, but she's kind of the person that I modeled the way that I practiced after and also her business is kind of how, what I modeled my business after. So, um, that's kind of my, I guess my biggest mentor in, and you know, she's, I can always ask her anything if there, if I do have a question or she kind of, she kept those doors open, which was very nice of, you know, when I told her that I was leaving, she was very supportive of it and wanted to see me do well. And so she doesn't necessarily mentor, you now, but are you still in contact with her yeah. and communicate that? Yeah. That's, that's an awesome boss. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. She, um, I'm so thankful for her because she really got me into like the type of practice that I do now. Mm. And I don't, and I think if it wasn't for her, I'd probably be afraid to do, to practice the way that, so like I said, I, pra- I'm, my techniques are very different than traditional chiropractic. So, um, I had to have a space where I could, 
start that, you know, and I really have kind of leaned into those things because that's what I like to do. And that's what helped me originally. Mm. So she was just great at supporting me in that and really gave me freedom to, to be myself in that way. And then kind of showed me the ropes of a little bit of the business side of things. And she helped, she helped every, she kept the, the doors open, said, call me whenever you need to. I hope things go well for you. So that's awesome. Yeah. 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 It was really nice. Yeah. So what do you want your friends and family to think of you as like, what is your legacy as you move forward? And let's say you don't make it home today. What do you want to put out yeah. there as your legacy? What do you want friends and family to remember you as? Oh gosh, that's a, that's deep. Ben goes yes. deep. That's deep. Everybody says the same thing. I love <laughs> it. I love it. Um, I guess I just want to be known as someone who, um, was a bright spot in people's day. You know, I try to be that for people. They come into my office, they're in pain or, you know, they're having a tough time with things and try to just be a little light for them. Um, and someone, yeah, that was confident, strong, knew what was strong in her beliefs. Um, and, just was oh, there to help people i think that's yeah so you know we hear we've heard a bunch of legacy people like uh, i love that bright i want to be the bright spot in somebody's day i write yeah. a lot of them down too just to just to be like you know what if i ever get the chance to say what my legacy should be <laughs> so i think that is amazing yeah. to be i think absolutely to be the bright spot in somebody's day is awesome i love the way you put that yeah i mean you mm-hmm. just you never know how that how far that could go mm-hmm. for somebody yeah sure you know, so. I love it, man. That's, I don't think we should leave it any place else other than right there, Ben. What do you cool. think? Yeah. Thank uh, you so much. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. Allie, thank you for being the bright spot in my day. Yes. <laughs> Both of our days. My pleasure. Yes. Anytime. Good luck. Thank Filling you. Filling your schedule and yeah. what you have to do. It's a lot. Yeah. No, but it's been, it's been really fun. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate you letting me talk honestly and, yeah. you know, about business. It's, it's a great conversation no thanks for coming on and one thing i just want to say from ben and i is congratulations you said it like your family they're like huh what is this crazy gal doing <laughs> but congratulate just to get it off the ground and running yeah. is an amazing accomplishment thank so you congratulations thank you very much yeah. how can we get in touch with you how can your clients get in touch with you yep so i'm on instagram at thebodyremedyma.com oh the body remedy ma and then my website is thebodyremedyma.com um, and then you can email me drdesalvo at thebodyremedy.com and we'll have those all listed out on the show notes as well too so with that man let's save it for the next one all right buddy all right thank you all right okay that was awesome <sighs> i the new hampshire department of insurance reaching out to me oh my license renews on sunday it, effed up something oh Uh-oh. boy so that's what i was doing this morning oh boy. Ugh, God. well all right you explain this to me uh, maybe this is some good fodder on here too <laughs> yeah we're still recording <clears throat> okay so um i am licensed in massachusetts in new hampshire individually so i have a resident license in massachusetts and normally what it is is all my lines of authority carry over to other states in massachusetts i have property and casualty meaning 
this burns down or somebody trips and falls. But I also have travel. Why Massachusetts does that, I have no idea. Then you go out to the other states, like New Hampshire, and I say, I want a license there. I'm licensed in Mass. Can I get a license? And they say, yep, sure. And they fill out the paperwork and done. Well, I tried to renew today. And they turn around and they go, no, you have too many lines of authority. <laughs> I said, no, no, no. I said, I, I have more. I don't have less. I have more. They're like, yeah, it doesn't match exactly. We can't renew you. I said, can you explain that to me? And they said, we'll have to call you back. And that was a call. So. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't ah, it's so frustrating. I don't know. Yeah. So licensing, though, for oh, chiropractic. Oh, yeah, why, throw the, why do you keep taking those Let's off? throw it up next. I don't know. Let me turn the cameras <laughs> back on. Jesus Christ. Well, you never know. I might have something brilliant. And by the way, your hair looks fantastic thank from you. yesterday, like, too. Oh, thank you. On her Instagram. Salon Meta. I Shout out. I out on that one. <laughs> 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 licensing? Uh, are you licensed in New Hampshire? Does, is there licensing? No. Oh, uh, yes. There's licensing. Um, state licensing. So I can't practice in New Hampshire. I'm only licensed in Mass. So that just means though that you couldn't you couldn't be a mobile chiropractor. Is that pretty much what it is? Like you couldn't literally get in your car, cross the state line, and do any practice in New Hampshire. Correct. That's what it is. That's yeah. Weird. That's just kind of weird. I would think it would be a federal thing. Like okay, federally you, within the United States, you can I practice. I know it's so bizarre. Mm -hmm. It's for a lot of. Um, like PT, physical therapy, all that is each state because each state has its own scope. So there are things like I can dry needle in Massachusetts, but not not ch chiropractors in every state aren't allowed to dry needle. Mm. So it depends where you live, what you can do. All right. I'm sure insurance has a lot I'm, to do with I'm it. I'm going to nerd out <laughs> on you right now. Yes. So the reason why each state has all that, and even in Massachusetts, why all of that, it's... um. Amendment 14, the right of oh, interstate of co commerce. Yeah, so it's <laughs> one state. I know. Jeez. Oh. Yeah. 14. Yeah. That always Good gets old. me. And you know what? Watch it be like 13. John's, like, John's completely <laughs> yeah. blowing it out his ass and yeah. making this shit up. I think it's 14. But yeah, it's about the federal government cannot have a rule on top of a state. A state still has to be a sovereign oh. entity and all that stuff. Okay. Unless the state doesn't have a rule about it, then the federal government can come in. So. Oh, interesting. Sorry. You know what I found nerd found funny though this year was that usually when you renew your license, they send you like a paper license in the mail. This year, it was just a PDF email. Print it out yourself. Yeah, here yeah. you go. They don't even pay for the postage or the you know the paper anymore. So that's insurance <laughs> right now. The free the fee is probably twenty five bucks. Oh yeah. Or something. No, oh so, yeah. Oh, More than that. PDF. <laughs> So I'm going through this right now because it's my birthday this weekend. And some states renew on oh, your birthday. 25? Yeah. <laughs> 43. 60? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you didn't expect me to give my real age, did you? No. Good By that look. Five years old. <laughs> no. But uh, remember those days? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, some are on January 1. Some it's on your birthday. In some states, it's whenever you signed up for it. I didn't even know. Brian was getting a new appointment with another insurance company, and they're asking for all the license info. And he, go, he goes, oh, could you send me your licenses? Yeah. I said, sure. Here you go. He goes, you know it renews in four days? Oh, I said, God. nope. Oh, <laughs> Good thing you did that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, that's funny. Wow. Yeah. 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 And, and last thing, I just want to um, – I might be wrong. You both might know better than I do as far as pot and weed and all of that stuff. I've never – Where was I going with <laughs> I, that? 
I literally have never smoked a day in my life. So oh, there you I go. Had a, I had a great point. It was federally and state. I uh, think the state uh, has these certain rules, but federally it's illegal. But statewide, oh. it's legal. I mean, I don't understand all of that. But is it Amendment 14 or whatever? Does it have? <sighs> See, that's a little bit stranger, and it's mm. still, I think, a legal battle on the pot deal right. because there is a federal. The illicit use of drugs yeah. is federally not allowed. Not allowed. But the states have passed their rules. So you can do it within the state, but when it comes to tax time and everything, it's a real cluster for these shops and yeah. everything, too. Yeah. Um, a lot of it is cash-based. Um, yeah, because of the FDIC and banks can't yeah, support yeah, it. The banks won't support it either. Can't have a checking so, account yeah, or something it, like that. Or they're worried that if they do have it, all of a sudden the federal government seizes it. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> oh, went no. totally off the rails <laughs> okay. into the woods. Let's get stoned. Yeah, but um, you know, alternative healthcare—it's okay. Yeah, you want to go into that? It goes. It goes. <laughs> that might be your next letter that goes <laughs> to some of the next cold calling <laughs> pot shops. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. hmm. All right. Thanks again. No, um, it just yes. shows how easygoing you are and yeah. this is a great personality. No, so thank, thank you so much for sitting with us. Thank you. And thank chilling you. out. Now we all got to get to work. I know. Real jobs. Back to it. I'm at work. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> this has been another episode of Voices from the Valley. If you'd like to be a guest or know someone that would be a great guest, send us an email at voicesfromthevalleyshow at gmail.com. Want to learn more about Ben Talberg and AFA Auto Repair? Head over to afaautorepair.com or call 978-388-5959. Want to learn more about John Bachman and Norwood Insurance Agency? Head over to norwoodinsurance.com or call 978 978- Three seven two five nine two one. Thanks for tuning in to Voices from the Valley. 